really got to keep the trains running on time today. And I've got nothing but hitters on this show. Boris, we got you to try it again. Okay. Not not working. Do we have the tweets uh, from Josh Hawley? Yes. Okay. Can we go ahead and put it up? God, don't need to be so snippy. Tell you what, we lost four. We just dropped it. This is not a parody. This is not a parody. We want to thank God. Did Denver do that on purpose? Okay. What we're doing, that was Media Matters, Madeline Peltz. And she's got one on us now. We're playing her mashup of uh, of what was going on with War Room. And we want to thank her for that. Of course, in the first 30 seconds, it drops. You can't make this stuff up. Madeline, thank you so much. We'll play it when Denver has got it up and going, wow, too good too good it's as you can tell what we love about this show it's a little gonzo right so tad gonzo everybody today with the technology with coming in people drop people all the time but we're, we're gonzo we admit that okay uh i want to go back to the uh signal not the noise adam uh tell me about before we get to your process of doing this and i want everybody let's get it up and and, and for all of our chat rooms i want all of our staff to push this out his report in the stories because it's 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 illustrative and and newsom's running for president it'll be trump newsom in 2024 okay he's going to put the california model versus maga i've said this for a while but one of the strengths he has from a political perspective he's got lady Macbeth as his wingman tell me about lady Macbeth has got her she she's she's in on the grift too right adam i, I the only reason we mention this we normally don't go after spouses unless they're part of the apparatus part of the system and she's a driver of the system tell me about what you found about lady Macbeth, the lady Macbeth of california so as we dove into the state checkbook and we started looking at the governor's campaign donor disclosures we found that while he was soliciting state vendors for campaign cash his wife, Jennifer Siebel Newsom, was soliciting state vendors for donations to her public charity called the Representation Project. The Representation Project is actually a gender justice public charity to educate the American people on the injustices and systemic inequalities through a gender perspective. And actually, in the latest film in 2019, the governor is actually in her film. The title of that film is incredibly, it's entitled America, the Big Lie. Unbelievable. Un unbelievable. In on the grift. Walk the audience through. I want you to walk through how tough it was. People just didn't sit there and say, oh, yeah, it's great. Adam and the open books guys want to get in here. Just give me a minute on the process you had to go. This is what I call steely resolve. This is the way we're going to win. And this is the way we're going to govern. And if you think it's just going to be some cocktail party or it's all these, you know, I'm on Tucker or I'm on Hannity or I'm on War Room, that, that's that's just the that, that's just the the end of the process. Talk about what you had to do, given the experience you had in Illinois, which you kind of turned things around there, getting that checkbook open with some people and see the, the mass corruption there. Talk, talk to us about California. How tough was it? So California was the most difficult. We have the federal checkbook all the way back to 2001. We had 49 out of the 50 states. We had to sue Illinois back in the day. Obviously, Illinois is the Super Bowl of corruption. We had to sue the Republican in Wyoming. We won those cases. We opened those checkbooks. We sued. Uh, we went through two California controllers, John uh, Chang and Betty Yee. And then we sued in 2020. We lost the case in Superior Court 
when the judge bought their argument that it was an undue burden on the controller even to produce a single transaction. So, Steve, the books were always going open. We shifted to our plan B. We filed 442 sunshine requests on every single state agency, and they most of them complied. There's only 27 agencies that haven't complied, and most of those are small junior colleges. And we're going to continue to shake them like a rat terrier until we open their books as well. So we, we uh, in about a four to five month period, we were able to file these requests, accept the production, break it open, map it all to our website. And you can go to openthebooks.com and you can search right now the 6.1 million records from fiscal year 2021. There's 201,000 state vendors who received $87 billion. You can search it all from our website. Okay, I told everybody, and this is why we were so big on the recall effort, you got a shot there to take down Newsom. It was blown for reasons, and not for the guys that did the recall. That was magnificent for in the in the recall mo movement by giving him an alternative and not making a referendum. Okay. You gotta you've got to get up on Newsom now. You can't wait. The way to do it is what Adams wrote. Just with facts, we're not gonna we're not gonna disparage the guy for it's not facts. Just in summary though, give me Governor Newsom what 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 he took in right versus what he paid out right and also uh, and also lady macbeth what walk me through governor newsom first and then lady macbeth the documentary filmmaker so it's all legal in california steve they don't have a statewide prohibition governor newsom ran a bus through the existing non-regulations he solicited nearly a thousand state vendors 979 state vendors who gave his campaign fund 10.6 million dollars it's one out of every, it's about 40% of all of his cash on hand right now. So it's a tremendous amount of money. He's got $24 million in the bank. This was $10.6 million from state vendors alone. Those vendors just last year, one year, fiscal year 2021, they received $6.2 billion from the state agencies. And, and once again, with the, uh, his wife, the documentary filmmaker, what was her deal? So it's, you know, while he was soliciting state vendors for campaign cash, she, she solicited state vendors, major corporations in California, for five and six-figure donations. And you don't have to go further than AT&T, Comcast, Planned Parenthood, uh, Kaiser Permanente. These corporations gave her between $15,000 and $358,000 to her nonprofit. And what was the film? The film she made was entitled what? Her last film in 2019, I believe, is called America, the Big Lie. And they describe this film as saying that it examines the systemic inequalities in our country through a gender lens. And you got Governor Newsom in the film, on camera, in this film, the Amer America, the Big Lie. I mean, they if this was this is school curriculum, they say they're in thousands of schools. If they're in your school, you would characterize this film as part of the CRT curriculum. Adam, one more time. How do people get to you? Social media, how to get to the site. Everybody's got to go to the today. Check out this historic uh, first opening salvo. Remember, it's here's the thing. It's legal. Think about what Newsom would do with his hands on the administrative state, with his relationships with big tech, with, in Silicon Valley, relationships in Hollywood. What would he do with the administrative state with his hands on? That's the California model that we're going to expose every second of every day about what's coming because it's coming. Uh, Adam, how do people get to the site? How do they get to your social media? So it's openthebooks.com. 
all platforms at Open the Books. I mean, what you see in California is exactly the way you've described it, Steve, is that a big government gets to tax more, spend more, regulate more, and it gives the politicians more control over the people. That, in a nutshell, is what we've found when he solicits state vendors for campaign cash. This is, let me school Biden, because I realize he was always the bottom of the class of all these elite places he went. Kidding. Um, you know, he's, what, dead last in his law school? This guy's a moron, okay? Um, this is, if he wants to understand fascism and go back and study Mussolini, who was like the Mussolini and the Hitler, and these guys want to stand fascism, that's what it is. It's one-party control when the vent, when the guys are that are running the big systems are given a little something for the effort, right? And this is how they enrich themselves. This is how they stay in power. This is how they perpetuate it. That's that so is standard stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Here's sir. what California needs. One rule stops this. Well, a Newsom could call a press conference today and say, "I won't accept uh, campaign donations from state vendors." So he could do it alone. But here's the rule the legislature needs to do. And it comes from Illinois. You know, we've got this problem with our governors historically. They go to the federal penitentiary. Well, after Blagojevich, the state legislature instituted a pay-for-play law. If you have a state contract, you more than 50 grand, you can't give in the governor's race. Since then, we haven't had a governor indicted. California needs to adopt the rule. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tremendous work. We'll look forward to, we'll uh, look at it closely and all your other work going forward. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Cortez, walk me through the California model. Walk me through sure. what, what Gavin Newsom has. The California model today, which are rolling brownouts and blackouts, right? right? The California model today. And guys, listen, I've lived in California. My, my, my ship was home ported in California. My whole goal in life as a kid was to get to California and Asia. So I was very lucky. Right. I was home in a ship in San Diego. When I got out there, and as much as I love Virginia, it was the goal. It's like everything that you'd ever imagine. It is one right. of the greatest places on earth. And I left there 10 or 12 years ago because I just couldn't take it anymore. Right? right? Steve Cortez, tell me about the model. Yeah. And let's talk statistics here, Steve. Uh, and this is one of the reasons that I call it paradise lost, because you're right. There's no more blessed land on earth. It's the closest thing that we have to Eden in this fallen world is California. But a lot of people probably would be shocked by this statistic. California has the highest poverty rate in America. The way the United States Census Bureau uh, calculates poverty, and it's correct, is you must adjust for cost, right, for the cost of living. And on that basis, there is a higher percentage of impoverished citizens in the state of California than any other place in America. I'm sure most Americans, if you ask them, they would guess Mississippi or West Virginia. No, it is California. California, a land of abundance for the few, but a land of poverty for the many. And listen, people in California who have a lot of money still live a magnificent life, right? It is a glistening place if you have the wherewithal to live in wonderful gated communities near the coast. But it is an absolute slog for the vast majority of Californians who simply cannot afford the cost of living in that state. That is the reality. And by the way, to connect this again back to Illinois and Governor Pritzker, I think it's fascinating that these two governors, Newsom and Pritzker, both of whom uh, have delusions of grandeur and think that they're going to be the president of the United States. Let's talk about the hypocrisy of both of them on a couple of levels. Uh, first of all, they both lucked into wealth. And what I mean by that is Pritzker was born. He won the lottery of life being born a Trustafarian billionaire. In the case of Newsom, he married into massive wealth. So both of them, unearned, lived this life of incredible privilege. But at the same time, both of them 
totally uh, uh, suppress small businesses in their state. And they particularly did so during the 2020 lockdowns because they were probably the two most oppressive lockdown governors in America. And both of them at the same time, I think this is key, both of them were total hypocrites because they did not obey the very laws that they inflicted upon regular people. In the case of Gavin Newsom, we know the very famous videos and photos of him dining indoors without a mask at the French Laundry, one of the most uh, expensive and renowned restaurants in the world. In the case of Governor Pritzker, when he had a no travel order, a, a shelter in place order upon regular Illinoisans, upon the peasant citizens of Illinois, his family flew privately to their equestrian luxury estate, where? In Florida, in the free state of Florida, where Ron DeSantis had a much more reasonable and science-based approach to the virus. So both of them hypocrites on so many levels, both of them presiding over states that are absolute failures. And California often is a trendsetter for the country. In, in the case of the economy, again, as I said, we should look to Europe as a warning for where we should not go regarding energy policy. We should also similarly look to California as, an, as a warning of where we should not go regarding the economy. California, in so many ways, is a third world nation. It is wonderful for the elites. It is misery for the masses. Uh, last thing, give me a minute on Janet Yellen's victory tour today as she goes spikes the football, the Detroit Economic Club, sir. Well, I don't think she'll show the chart that we showed, which is two year yield at the highest level since 2007. That is a created crisis. She and Joe Biden uh, and Jerome Powell, all of them created inflation. They lied to us the entire time and told us that it was, quote, transitory. It is not. It is systemic. Uh, it is unfortunately incredibly painful for the American people. They know this. She's certainly going to go in live. But here's the thing. You can't spin people about their economic reality. You simply can't. They know their checkbook. They know their credit card balances. You can't spin them out of their kitchen table reality. Steve Cortez, how do people get you on Getter? How do they get you on uh, on other social media and how do they get to your Substack? Yeah, please find me on Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve with a Cortez with an S, but prefer you find me on the Getter where I am at Steve and I have a brand new Substack out, out today on the anti-white bigotry of Bank of America. So please take a look, folks. This is the this is the lending situation they've got, the new Correct. lending thing they put out. Exactly. That's up. Okay, fine. We'll push that out. Steve Cortez, thank you very much. Honored to have you join us. Thanks for staying over. Thank you. Okay, uh, we've got a lot to cover and not a lot of time. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back in a moment. We're going to go back to Europe and talk about the economic crisis. It's all going to blow over here, not just in energy, but what energy drives, which is the entire economy and particularly food, the cost of food, all next in the world. You are over, because we're taking down the CCP. it's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation now treasury secretary janet yellen has finally admitted quote there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that i didn't at the time fully understand end quote you know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. The reason we've been on this energy thing nonstop from the beginning is that this underpins everything, whether you want to believe it or not, right? You can't live in a fantasy land. What do we keep saying about the, the French poet uh, Pigy? They says it's not for you to report what you see. It's the most important thing is to see what you see. And this is you have to see reality. These are actions that have been taken by governments and people. And the people in Europe, hey, you voted them in and you were passive about this. Look, in the White House, and I'm going to pull it over, probably not over the weekend, but early next week, the German press lit me up. I've got it up on Getter. Lit me up in the first couple of months in the White House because we had the Germans over there. And Trump was telling them, you can't become captive to Russia on this natural gas. And your whole economic system is, is, is predicated on this cheap and plentiful natural gas that the Russians are baiting you with. And you've got to have an energy. And on top of it, you have to get to 2% that you committed to for your defense of GDP for your defense spending because you live in a dangerous neighborhood and we're just not going to keep underwriting it. You have to underwrite. You have an economy that's a third the size of ours and you pay less. They were paying less in defense spending total than the supplement that President Trump put in in his first 90 days to pay for all the maintenance that had been done during the Obama years. We have an $800 billion and that's phony baloney. The real number for the defense budget is about a trillion dollars. When you count in all the other agencies and how they hide it, it's about a trillion dollars. You pay it $1 trillion for defense. Look, I'm the biggest hawk in the world. I dedicated eight years of my life as a young man for naval service. My daughter's a West Point grad. She served overseas. We, we, we're all for that. Volunteer, you go and you do your five or eight years. You come back in, you become a useful, productive citizen. But this thing's out of control. The reason is the commitments. We're committed everywhere. We're underwriting the wealthy, you've been to Germany and you've been to Switzerland, you've been to these places. I spent, hey, you've been there. Look, the elites there, they live a lifestyle. And not just that, the common citizens, they have full health care. In fact, the guy said, the German guy looked at me and says, well, we can't do that because constitutionally we have, uh, in our constitution, we have to have a balanced budget. And I go, dude, we wrote that constitution for you after we destroyed the Nazis. Okay, so don't tell me about your constitution. I want to hear about your constitution and your balanced budget. When people in this country don't have health care, people in this country are getting crushed economically. Right. The elite in this country are getting are getting a more wealthy every day and more control every day. And you're going to sit there and give me to you your constitution is a balanced budget. Yeah, we'd like to have one in our constitution, too. But we can't because we're underwriting your elites, the party of deficits defense, because we pay eight hundred billion dollars a year or trillion dollars a year for our defense. And you're paying like thirty five billion. OK, so it doesn't work. And you committed to two percent. And let's get on with the German press when all oh, this guy's a Nazi. This guy's a fascist. This guy's terrible. Tell me one thing. I told the Germans, go back to the German media in 17 and read one word, one word that I didn't say was going to happen to you. 
when the ambassador leaked, they actually leaked. He came over, talked to me. He sent a private top secret report back to the Merkel and these guys. And then they gets, gave it to the press. Oh, this Bannon, what a bad guy this guy is. Give me one thing. I told you what was going to happen. And it has happened. Okay. But the people in Germany, if you're passive, are just going to take it. Hey, it's just going to get worse. Dave Walsh. In fact, before I even get to Germany and get to Europe. I got to ask you about California. I think there's some breaking news I'm just hearing about Denver, not our beloved Denver, the control uh, room that uh, helps produce our show and does such a great job at Real America's Voice. I love these guys. Um, But what just happened at Denver Utility, even as you were on the show? Tell me what happened. Well, apparently it's XL Energy. If anybody's familiar with these smart uh, thermostats you can get in your home that the utility can interconnect with and control remotely. Apparently yesterday morning, 22,000 ratepayers in Denver found out that their their thermostat was shut off. They couldn't access it because of the remote access by the utility wanting folks to shut down air conditioning. Now, temperatures in Denver are in the 90s. This isn't like a major catastrophe, kind of normal. A resilient, traditional, reliable utility in this country is prepared to deal with peak temperatures and low temperatures. That's what a utility is all about. The temperature is not causing this. It's overabsorption of renewables into their No, system. but I don't think, but, but you said something. I'm not so sure people understand when they do these smart utilities that the utility just make it on their own determination to yes. reach. I think people feel, they don't, I don't think they get the, the buried lead. I'm not sure people that sign up for that, right. which I don't think you should ever do, but people sign up. I don't think they ever realize that the utility can come in. Hey, by the way, if it gets too cold in, in winter and they need some thumb, hey, they just take it down or take it up. I don't think that's part of the, I don't, I'm sure 22,000, if we call them up right now, 90% go, ah, I didn't know that could happen. If Dave Walsh. Probably didn't know it. Yes, they can control your utilization remotely. Amazing. Okay. The okay California. If you're, if, yeah, give me California. The, the issue again, it's not high temperatures. That's media spin. It's not high or low temperatures. Robust, resilient, reliable utility systems are set up to deal with high temperatures and low temperature peaks. Um, What they've got is 37% dependence, mainly in Southern Cal, on solar. California has kind of what's called a duck curve, the CAISO system of electricity demand, meaning the high peaks begin at 4 p.m. and go up through about 9 p.m. When folks get off the freeways, get home, put on all their appliances, put their AC up, that's when you've got the peak utilization of electricity in California. Guess what turns down right about the same time? The solar concentration coming in from Arizona, New Mexico, and Southern Cal begins to wane and dissipate at 4 p.m. So you've got basically a, a, a thing of nature where because they're dependent on 37% solar inputs and have methodically shut down base load continuous duty big plants like the San Onofre nuclear plant a couple of years ago, 2,300 megawatts, base load, continuous duty, shut down. You've, you've got now 37% dependent on solar in Southern Cal. And guess what? At 4 p.m., it's not there for you. So what, what they're into in a, in a hot peak period, which again, Southern Cal Edison, PG&E need to be with the support of their public service commission that they don't have prepared to deal with peak temperatures and low temperatures this is what well people got it the the voters up there hey the voters out there gotta get off their ass let me be blunt and i realize got a big MAGA base you guys gonna fight it but the independents and moderate democrats you gotta understand this is why people are leaving to say how can people trust me as a young man you get to california you never want to leave people are leaving california and this is middle class they're leaving they're going to texas they're going to montana they're going up to idaho they're going to wyoming hey if those states don't get focused 
right? You're going to be overwhelmed, but you're going to turn into California because that's what's coming up there. Dave, I want to go back to Europe. You called this months and months ago. You said all this is going to happen. Now the story is all over the place. But I want to make sure people understand something. It's just not the 77,000 pound or euro uh, bill to the pub guy that's going to put him out of business. It's also everything. Energy is the basis of everything in an industrial and post-industrial society, particularly food production. Tell me what's going to happen to food in Europe, sir. Well, like Minister Harbick in Germany announced voluntary 15 to 20 percent gas consumption reductions, natural gas consumption reductions. So you've got industry, as of yesterday, beginning to announce curtailed production in Germany, which the economy there is entirely based on steel, heavy machinery, electronic manufacturing, electrical equipment manufacturing, all heavy, heavy electricity based manufacturing, beginning to curtail manufacturing schedules and production announced yesterday by many German companies. The food thing. We haven't seen that yet. The uh, you know nitrogen-based fertilizers are 80% of global fertilizer content. Prices went up four times, a factor of four times last year in terms of uh, nitrogen-based fertilizers. So the fall harvest we're going to see beginning in about three weeks in Europe and here is going to be diminished by the lack of planting that occurred in the spring due to the huge high cost of nitrogen-based fertilizer inputs into the into the fields. A lot of fields were left fallow and not and not planted because of the 4x nitrogen costs that were prevalent already in January, February, before this recent pinch. So, yeah, and the food thing is going to hit in about three weeks when the fall harvest comes into play, and we see commodity prices of corn, wheat, soybeans, etc., go through the roof because of lack of spring uh, planting. Dave, uh, how do people follow you on social media? Want everybody to get to to you and get her? How do they do it? It's at Dave Walsh Energy. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Dave, thanks for your input today. Let's go to Ben Harnwell. Ben, uh, you're in Rome. Give us the overview of, of Europe right now. What, what's what's happening? How are they perceiving this? Morning, Steve. Well, the um, I'm going to start off with the, the leading article today on the Economist website. I'm not going to go into it in depth, but just the opening lines of this uh, are really horrific. That The headline is Europe is heading for recession. How bad will it be? Its inflation shock is coinciding with an economic downturn. The opening words, oh, there you go. You can see this here on the screen in front of you. The opening words, every single warning light is flashing red. Um, and this, you know, Steve, when I come onto the warm, I only quote the sedate uh, newspapers. It's, it's The Economist. No, no, it's no, the no, FT. Yeah, it's The Times. Hang on. The, F, the FT and The Economist are the tip sheets for the party of Davos. The the Economist is the magazine for the globalist, and the FT is the daily paper for the globalist, and the Saturday edition where they have all the editorials and the books and everything like that. That is the globalist. Those are the mouth. Now it rolls downhill, but these are important. Why are they now? Why is the Economist after all this happy talk? This great magazine has this huge staff. Why are they saying now the red lights are flashing? We said this months and months and months ago, and it's because of all the policies. They would mock and ridicule us about saying you have to do particularly about energy, particularly about energy. And they were the ones they 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 took Greta Thunberg. They took the, the, the petulant Swedish teenager as as a big deal. That one of the reasons in this jam is the FT and the Economist promoted all that. Uh, give us 30 seconds before we go to break on that, Harnwell. They certainly did, Steve. You might remember that back on February the 22nd. The, the, the German Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, 
announced to great fanfare that he was uh, not going to grant the, the license to the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which is just approaching the end of construction. To great fanfare, he said, we, Germany, are blocking Russia from exporting gas to Germany. Um, I'll continue this point after the break. Yeah, fine. Let's take a short break. We've got Ben Harnwell. We're going to have Joe Allen. We've got General Bolduck, if we can track, track him down. And so much O'Keefe. We've got all kinds of stuff we're going to play because this audience is making it happen. The reason you're making it happen, you're engaged with your agency. Action, action, action next in the war room. Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free, no obligation, home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. Do this today. Take action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we're going to get back to Harnwell in a second. We've got a lot to go through there. we also got James O'Keefe stuff to play. I want to announce, I think O'Keefe and MTG both are going to open the show today at 5 o'clock. That's where we're scheduling. People are traveling for the Labor Day weekend, so we're moving around. But right now, we intend to have James O'Keefe about this huge victory, which is just the start of what's happening in Connecticut with the school system. And also, MTG is going to respond to um, the Zen master, Jean-Pierre. Uh, call, saying she's a fascist from the uh, podium at the White House. Pretty extraordinary. So MTG is going to join us this afternoon at 5. Uh, another big 6 o'clock show. We're going to have another pre-buttle other people on about this fiasco of the uh, of what Joe Biden's tonight that's addressed to the nation about MAGA being fascist. And we're also going to play up the gaslighting of Janet Yellen in this victory tour in the Detroit Economic Club. I want to bring in General Bolick. General, I think it was breaking news overnight or yesterday. There's is correct me if I'm wrong. Is there and because War Room and other you know conservative platforms, AM radio, etc., are giving you a platform to really connect with people throughout the nation and in New Hampshire. Although you're going around and just shaking every hand and are listening to people, um, is am I incorrect? Is Mitch McConnell or some sort of Senate leadership have they come in with 2.4 million dollars? I hear to, to back your opponent. Is that am I hearing that correctly? Uh, yes, Steve, and thank you for having me on. Best to your viewers and listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Mitch McConnell is leading the way to, um, you know, to 
put money behind uh, Chuck Morse's uh, campaign. Uh, you know, last night I filled a barn in Amherst with uh, with supporters, and the question was why. I mean, the strategy doesn't make sense. They're going to spend money up here. Why don't they spend it uh, against Maggie Hassan uh, and benefit the entire Republican Party uh, here uh, up in New Hampshire and regionally? It doesn't make any really doesn't make any sense. It's kind of perplexing. And people are like, you know, I'm glad I didn't give him money to my PAC because it seems to be a very bad way to spend other people's money. But. I think that's consistent with what we see in Washington, D.C. on both sides of the aisle anyway. So, yeah, this is, you know, going to break over the holiday weekend. Nobody's really going to see it all that much. Um, and, you know, the uh, strategy of, you know, the Republican well, Party. This is, yeah, this, is the play, this is the play on this is the play to low information voters. So here's the thing. And Moore seems like a he seems like a, a lovely guy. He seems like a nice guy. He, he seems okay. But to be honest, he's kind of standard stock, the kind of you know politician you see all over the place. Not going to make any waves. Not going. I mean, this is what the establishment got. They, these guys are just they're kind of time servers. And I, this, oh, these ads are going to be not policy differences between you and Morris. I'm sure they're going to be attack ads. And this is just feeding Hassan, and 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 what they do. So they they can't be serious about winning. If they're serious about winning, here's what they ought to do: is what you and what you and Morris ought to do right now is every day a series of debates like Lincoln Douglas throughout the entire state of of New Hampshire between now and the 13th, and let the people in New Hampshire decide. Let the Republicans in New Hampshire weigh and measure both of you, your backgrounds, your history, what you've accomplished, and what you stand for, and what you're going to do to represent. Let's do that, and let's see who wins at the end. Here's the thing that's obvious. I mean, War Room's just a, a, we're just a small platform. We're in a small platforms. But as General Bullock gets out, and we've had him on f for a couple of years now, but part of that was his expertise in talking about Afghanistan and these other things where he led men in combat and he served his nation. Um, so I don't understand. I don't understand what's the point of the exercise. The point of the exercise is you're unworthy. So now the establishment, the Sununu, because they're angry that Sununu didn't have the stones to take you on let's be blunt if sununu and these guys wanted it they should have had the stones to step forward and say hey i see boldick yeah he's maga but i can take him on and taking you on but they didn't do that so they put a stalking horse up and now the stalking horse is down 21 points because general boldick has come on war room and some other platforms and people hearing more of it and and, the, and there's so many patriots and war room posse and maga and deplorables up in new hampshire and they hear the guy's been around. He's knocked on every door. He's gone to every town hall meeting. He's gone to these barns and shaking hands. And the people in New Hampshire got pretty good, what I call Yankee common sense, right? They can weigh and measure and they can smell a phony from a mile away. And that's why right now in every poll that's up with no money, you're up 20 points, 25 points. I mean, is the point of the exercise, the establishment is just so furious that you challenge them, General Bullock, that they don't want to hear it. And they would quite frankly rather have because this is not about this guy winning. This is about putting Maggie Hassan. Is the is the establishment there so corrupt, and that the, they think so little of these great patriots in the live free or die state that they don't think people in New Hampshire can weigh and measure themselves and use that kind of great Yankee intuition and and no BS that they can see through a phony and weigh and measure and make a decision on September thirteenth about who they want to take on Maggie Hassan. Is that the problem here, sir? 
Yeah, I believe it is. I believe for so long they've been approaching this with money and power, top down. We'll tell you who to vote for, and then you'll vote for them. And, you know, if you're not appointed by us or you're not anointed by us, um, then, you know, you can't, you don't have the right to run. You don't have the right to challenge. You don't have a voice. And that's what we see happening. But if you look at a previous point you made, they're 0-10 at the federal level. Zero wins, 10 losses with this strategy. Now we have an opportunity to win and take it from Maggie Hassan. And some of them have said at the establishment level, high establishment level, that they would rather have Maggie Hassel than Don Baldwin. And that's not what Granite Staters are saying, if you look at the polls. And, you know, I hear what they're saying across the electorate. So, you know, this is a problem that we have right now in that the political elite think they know better than the people. And you made your point very, very well. Granite staters can see through the BS, and they are seeing through the BS. And this money should have been spent against Maggie Hassan and all the lies in her ads and exposing her what she is. You, you, you've got the buried lead, though. If this if they were 10 and 0, hey, I might not like it, but maybe I'll listen to it. Maybe even I would defer to it. But when you're 0 for 10 in congressional and Senate and even the presidential, which they allowed to be stolen in 16 and 20, let's be blunt about it. In 16, definitely 100%. 20, yes, but 16, we knew how they stole it. Kobach, Chris Kobach. Said, so for their 0 for 10, maybe their strategy and their candidates are not what the people in New Hampshire have been, because they've tried to do it the moderate way and, and just be Democrat light. Maybe folks in New Hampshire are smart enough they don't want democrat light maybe they want a choice is that what people in new hampshire are are, are are yearning for and here's the thing it's like i get on the chinese communist party all the time they, they don't think the chinese people can rule themselves it got to be a dictatorship this is a mini this is what it is this is state control this is every state is kind of this new hampshire is emblematic of the states everybody out there's gone to the precinct strategy and join it they're not welcoming you with open arms when you show up they're not sitting there going, hey, this is amazing. You finally showed up. We're really waiting for the mega guys to come up here to the precinct and really waiting for you guys to have you say, we're really interested in what Don Bullock and his, and, his, and his followers say. We're really interested. This is when Trump, and I kept telling him, just because we won in 16, don't think they're going to toss the keys to you and say, what a tremendous idea. You beat us and you just take it and you drive it and do what you want. No, these guys are entrenched. It's a money-making machine. This is money and power. This is money and power, and they're just not going to give it up. Right. Here's the thing about Bolick. Bolick has got a, a resume that is virtually unparalleled for leadership in, in tough situations of exactly what this nation needs, not professional politics. And they're sitting there, no, we got to get the village uh, mayor because he's, but, hey, I love village mayors, and they're great, and they're fantastic. But this nation is in a crisis, in a geopolitical crisis, in a national crisis. We need leaders. You need guys like Bolick. General Bullock, once again, is the people, what, what is the political establishment in the Republican Party? Why do they fear the people in New Hampshire? And why did they dismiss their, because now they're just going to play these spots for, for low, uh, low information voters and hammer away of how bad Don Bullock is and just help Maggie Hassan. Why do they fear the voters in New Hampshire, sir? Well, they fear him because obviously the voters have woken up to what was done to him during COVID and what is being done to them now, their loss of freedom, the closing of their businesses, 
the closing of their churches, uh, you know, the, the damage that's being done to their children, the fact that their present livelihood um, is, you know, uh, being, you know, challenged and the future of their children and their grandchildren are being challenged and, and people want accountability and the very people at the local, state, and federal level yeah. that have been elected and appointed yeah. have caused this. And people, you know, they want change. And I've used the precinct strategy. I've used it perfectly. I've used an unconventional approach, and I've done it for two years. And I've invested in all of our Republican values. Uh, and so I, I haven't done anything that that the Republican Party should think is is uh, is off no, no, of no, that. No. No, no, no. Look, New England, what New England taught us, New England taught us about the village and about the town and everything. That's right. right. New Hampshire. Why? Why is New Hampshire the first primary? It's the first yeah. primary because in New Hampshire, you can't come in and carpet bomb. You've got to go and shake hands. You've got to stand in that room and that with 25 people in a living room and you've That's got right. to convince them. And why is the nation trust Iowa, New Hampshire? Because they know that the Flinty Yankees, they've heard it all and seen it all and they can look through it and they weigh and measure pretty damn well and that's why the nation depends on them as the first primary so why do they i got a recommendation from Stephen law and mitch mcconnell how about in arizona how about you take that 2.4 million dollars just have your guy if you love him so much commit today to do a lincoln douglas debate every day of the week from now until the 13th around the state of new hampshire right around the state of new hampshire get it televised on see whatever you do we're gonna put it up we'll put it on getter and hey that let those two go at it in a cage match those two and let the people in new hampshire side and take the 2.4 million just take it why don't you give it to uh why don't you give it out in arizona right to blake masters who needs a little cash you cut him off from eight million why don't we come together and win these races we can win in pennsylvania we can win in ohio we can win in arizona we can run the tables but we can't run the tables when you try to destroy people. Your your summary, sir. Well, my summary is is just this. You know, I've been out for two years now. I have talked to everybody across this state. I've visited every town and city. I know what Granite Staters want, and they want the inflation down. They want out of control spending fixed. They want safety and security for their for their future and for their for their children and their grandchildren. They want career politicians out. They're looking for outsiders. And every time the establishment double down, doubles down on what they don't want, they get angrier and angrier. And that's the sentiment out there. And I reflect that sentiment because I go through, I'm go i going through it with them. So any help we can get to counter this would be greatly appreciated. Uh, and I think people are seeing it for what it is. It's an 0-10 desperate establishment trying to hang on to power uh, and trying to undermine a MAGA patriot candidate that will put America first and Granite Staters first before any individual or any party for the betterment of this nation. General Bolick, how did they get to your campaign and how do people find out more about you and what you're doing? www.donbaldick.com. Go to supporters. Uh, of General Don Baldick on Facebook, and please join and go to at General Don Baldick on Twitter. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can find me there. You can see how we respond to things, uh, and you can also figure out how you want to help, volunteer, contributions. Uh, and, you know, we got to start telling people that enough is enough. And we're going to tell them on the 13th of September in New Hampshire, the people in New Hampshire are. General Bullock, thank you. Honored to have you on here.
the 13th of September, it's a big deal. Very big deal. Emblematic about what's wrong in the Republican Party. Okay, Joe Allen, Ben Harmon, we're next. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Now, take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find a ready-hour, three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. It's what I call inflation-fighting food. This kit is packed with emergency meals, the kind that stay fresh for up to 25 years. And these meals not only stay fresh, they stay affordable too. That's because right now, My Patriot Supply is giving you $250 off this three-month kit. Get it, and you're guaranteed affordable meals when food prices get completely out of control. In other words, you'll lock in the affordable food for years to come. When you're ready for real preparedness, make sure to look for Ready Hour Foods from My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com and save 250 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit. It ships fast and it ships free. Get yours now, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Action, action, action. Better has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, I want to go back to, uh, by the way, we've got a lot going on. Tonight at 5 o'clock, uh, we're trying to arrange, I think we've got James O'Keefe and MTG. Here comes the O'Keefe story. I'm going to play part of the mashup here in a second. Because this audience is getting out and getting in back of and pushing out uh, his investigative video, uh, huge developments out there in Connecticut. But I want to go back to Ben Harnwell for a second. Ben, because this is not only going to affect the American economy directly because of our exports to Europe, it's all the contagion is all going to spread over here. And you can see it already. This craziness of having a petulant 13-year-old or teenager dictate, which the media held her up as a a savant, right, Uh, dictate energy policy. And you see what adults did in Germany by basically shutting down their energy industry, except being dependent 100% virtually on on Russian gas, right? You see in France, uh, the UK, this is a, a debacle beyond comprehension. And then to force this regional border conflict into some major international event where they're all talking big talk about we're cutting this off, we're cutting this off, we're cutting us off. And we said, if you do that, you're going to collapse and the people are going to feel it. And you're seeing the collapse right now. And the people in Italy have a chance to step up with Giorgia Maloney right at the end of September. But these other governments, if you just sit there in Germany, these other countries, if you just passively take it. And by the way, the Swedish Democrats, I think, are going to have a big win on, uh, was it Sunday a week, the elections? We're going to have Tierman. Matthew Tierman's actually going to be in Sweden reporting for us next week. Uh, ben, I mean, give us your assessment. The Dutch church is announcing they're, they're canceling mass and they're blaming it on, of course, the energy costs out of control, but of course, there's no Catholics in, 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 uh, in, in Holland anymore because of how they've run the church, right? And there's virtually no priest. 
but they blame that it's going to blame it on energy. Although the energy is putting these, you're going to start seeing these incremental great churches start to shut down because they're going to blame it on energy. Ben Harnwell. Yeah, uh, folks, if you want this, um, the Dutch story, then just either go to the at Steve Bannon, it's on his feed or, or come to mine at Harnwell. Uh, that's just a total deflection. I mean, the, the post Vatican II church um, has, has really, in the Netherlands, has really been committing harakiri over the last 60 years. I mean, so instead of stabbing itself in the heart with a sharp sword, it's been stabbing itself in the face with a blunt spoon. I mean, they've really destroyed that church from within. Um, and so it's no surprise that there aren't any priests to, to, to say mass anymore. The idea of deflecting attention away from this and say, oh, no, no, it's the energy crisis. Uh, we can't we can't say mass anymore because there's an energy crisis. Who's going to believe that? No one's going to believe that. We all we all know what the deal is. Uh, but it's a typical move of um, of our sociopathic overlords never to accept responsibility for the grave damage they've done. You know, and it's the same it's the same um, psychology as well. The same rot that's been going on, and that that strong evangelicals as well have had to suffer. Again, since the sixties, I mean, we're, we're, we're all whatever our faith community is. We're, we're all familiar with the um, with, with the dynamic here. Liberalism destroys Christianity. Um, Christianity is a faith that survives and exists on certainty. Out of that certainty comes hope. If all you have is a question mark, well, you know, no one's going to to, to put their life, um, sacrifice their life on behalf of a question mark. Um, and Jesus Christ didn't come to give us a question mark. He came uh, to, to give us um, hope. Um, okay, so back. Um, I'm going to slightly. I'm going to sidestep from the Netherlands really on this one. I just want to concentrate on um, Germany because, in the few minutes I've got, because Germany is so important. It's, the, it's Europe's by far away largest e economy. It's the most uh, populous member state of the European Union, and what they've done there is again it's the same thing it's Harakiri they've just stabbed themselves repeatedly in in the chest thanks to, to to Greta um as well um but as I was saying just before the, the break on the 22nd of February Olaf Scholz the German Chancellor with great fanfare announced that he was uh cancelling the license the operation license for Nord Stream 2 which was going to be this great Pipe, uh, a second, a second pipe um, to, to complement Nord Stream One, bringing uh, German gas into the European continent via Germany, um, which, as you correctly said, Germany has long been dependent on. And, and Olaf Scholz, on on the day before the invasion, backed by the United States, cancelled the, the the operation license for that pipe. Okay, so this was Germany. What happened yesterday? is that Vladimir Putin announced, or Gazprom to be more precise, though there's no, there's no real difference operationally, uh, the Russians announced that they were going to be closing Nord Stream 1 for three days for, for vital um, maintenance works. Now, let's just hypothesize that that's just a total smokescreen and, and it's simply Russia tightening the thumbscrews. The, as I did on my live stream yesterday, I went into this and you had the media um, saying that this is basically um, the, 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 the challenging here of Germany's energy security is a form of, of economic warfare. Well, here's my question, Steve. If it is an act of economic warfare when Russia bans the 
the, the, the importation of, of its gas into the European continent. What is it when our European leaders no. ban the importation no. of Russian energy into the European <laughs> continent? It's the same thing. Right. Our sociopathic Second. overlords, Steve, our sociopathic overlords have committed economic warfare on their yes. own people. Okay, if people in Germany are going to sit there and take this and, and listen to the spin and the BS, uh, it's, a, it's, 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 it's on them. It's on the people now, right? You live in democracies, and you live in a parliamentary system. You can jump up here and get... Ben, give your uh, social media. we get, we got to bounce. We'll be back at 5 o'clock, but I want people to make sure they get all your live getters and all they go to your site because you're putting up great stuff. What is thanks, it? Steve. Uh, thanks, thanks so much. And I've actually been putting... Some great stuff up uh, since I've been on air. Um, real, real controversial stuff today. Um, it's simply my surname at Harnwell. At Harnwell, please come to me. Not the the, the imposter accounts, which are there in abundance. Great sign and, of flattery the other, for me. The other one they should is the Bannon Book Club. Bannon, uh, the war. Yes. Bannon, what is it? Yes. Bannon, go to the Bannon Book Club. And, Ban and at Bannon Book Club. Yeah, go to that. That's an independent site for the Pope. Great stuff. Okay. Uh, it's the pre-bottle today, 5 to 7. We're going to get up on the victory tour of Janet Yellen and also the fascism speech, the anti-fascism speech of Joe Biden tonight, 5 to 7. Be back. We'll be on fire. See you then. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger 
better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.